Welcome to What She Said. What He Thought, Mike and Tiff Podcast. Please direct all inquiries and questions you would like for us to answer on our podcast to Mike and Tiff Show at gmail.com. That's M-I-K-E-A-N-D-T-I-F-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. All right, we want to thank everyone for tuning in to our very first podcast, something that we definitely have been super excited about. I know that I have, you know, I enjoy doing ministry with my wife, doing anything with my wife, really. So on this first episode, we want to talk about what is this thing called marriage? Yes, indeed. You know, it's one of those things that some people try to avoid altogether. It's taboo in some households. It is something that to some people never, ever happened. And to some, it has been absolutely blissful. And for others, it has been absolutely disastrous. Hmm. So we want to dig into that. Well, first of all, let's talk about the definition of marriage. I mean, you go online, according to Google, marriage is the formal recognition of two people as partners in a relationship. Or according to Webster, it's the state of being united to a person as a spouse in a legal, consensual, and contractual relationship recognized and sanctioned by the law and can only be dissolved by law. Okay. Well, I definitely want to talk about what marriage is to me. But first, maybe our viewers want to find out how we met. Now, I'm going to tell the story because (laughs) I tell a better story than Tiff does, and my story is a more accurate representation of of how we met and, and, and came to be. So for those that, that don't know, we met in 2002. We've been married since 2004. But in 2002, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, Tiff was actually playing in a basketball tournament. And when I met Tiff... Before I even met her, God had had told me that she was my wife because I heard her voice. And when I turned, that's when God said, uh, there's your wife. And and there's that. <laughs> so we dated for a year. We were engaged for a year. And we've been married since uh, 2004. Now, Tiff is looking at me kind of crazy because... I think she wants to put her, her little spin on it. So go ahead, Tiff. Why don't you tell, tell them your side? I I mean, what can I say? That's that's pretty much how it happened. I was playing basketball, and um, he heard me ranting and raving. and Fussing and cussing is what it was. <laughs> and that's how it is when it's a close game and you lose by two. 
But um, she's super competitive. Hey, it, that's it's in my nature. But um, that's that's pretty much how it happened. We we dated for a year. We're engaged for a year, and then we were married. That's the extremely short version. And we were young. You know, I, I believe we were 23 at the time. Did not know what marriage encompassed. We knew that we loved each other, but what it meant to be a a marital couple. Right. You know, I think when you, when you're young like that, like I said, we knew that we were in love. You know, I loved her from the moment that I saw her, but I had this preconceived, this imagine, imaginative Cosby show leave it to beaver type of marriage in my mind, you know? Right. You know, let's be real, you know? I thought that uh, there was going to be no argument. Thought there was going to be sex every day. We was going to live in this huge house, white picket fence, you know, all those things that we kind of, you know, make up in our mind of what we think our marriage life is going to be like. Or and I'm going to tell you right now. Or the things we see depicted on TV. Absolutely. You know, it ain't like that. Not at all. It ain't like that at all. You know? Especially this day and age, you know, a lot of us, uh, speaking for myself, you know, it's from a broken home. So when you're a, a product of divorce, you really don't see that that representation of marriage so what else do you have to turn to but the shows you see on tv the cosby's the jefferson's um the the brady bunch you know and you 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 create those ideals of marriage in your mind thinking this is how it's going to be and if it doesn't go that way then i failed right but we want to throw this disclaimer out there we're not saying to run, you know, run as fast as you can away from marriage. Marriage is actually an absolute beautiful thing. It's beautiful. It has its moments where it can be challenging, but that's what it is, challenging. And I think one of the most key components to any any marriage and I know that we're going to get into some of these later on in, in later episodes, but, you know, is what me and Tiff call, you can't have deal breakers. Um, communication is absolutely huge. Wouldn't you agree, Tiff? Man, if you don't have communication, you you basically don't have a marriage. I mean, I'm talking about things from simple things like, what, what do you want for dinner? Or... The, those hard conversations like I saw you checking out Slick Homegirl, you know, let's, let's talk about that, you know, why you feel like you attracted to her or, you know, it's those, the, the conversations around finances, all those things can make or break a relationship, trust, but those are things that you have to talk about. You 
have to talk about those issues, those hot topic items that might make you a little hot under the collar and a little irritated. But if you don't put those issues out there on the table in love and listen to each other in love with your heart and not with your emotions, then your relationship would be much more stronger. Your, your, that level of friendship, it doesn't have a choice but to increase because you can truly say that your partner, the person that you married, is indeed your best friend because those are the conversations you have with your best friend. Those hot topic, hot under the collar issues. You have the if you can call up your your girl or your boy and 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 you know just start venting and talking about different conversations that you wouldn't normally talk about with your partner, then you should be able to have those conversations with your partner and call your partner your You know, Tiff is absolutely right. Um, you know, you definitely have to have unity and you have to look at, at the fact that marriage, you're, you're with your best friend, you're with your purpose partner. You are with the one that you are planning on spending the rest of your, your life with, which brings me to, uh, the first scripture that we wanted to inject into the podcast into, into what we're talking about as far as what is this thing called marriage and that comes from proverbs chapter 18 verse 22 he who finds a wife find he who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the lord excuse me had a little hiccup there and so i completely agree and i love the scripture because from the moment that i met tiff you know there's been so much favor on our life. Um, and not saying that we haven't had challenges because we, we have all marriages do, but one thing that, that I always say is that, that God has never failed us, you know, despite, um, of, of how I may have thought or, or, or things may have seemed at the time. One thing that, that we've always come back to is the simple fact that God has never failed us. And the fact that I have within Tiff, you know, everything, everything that I need and, and, and that, that, that support system to lean upon that everything always turns out just as God has, has ordained it to be. Oh, but let me tell you, it didn't happen overnight, but, um, Going, going back to the scripture where he says, he who finds a wife, he found me, ladies. Okay? Some of us, us, us young, uh, young whippersnappers out here <laughs> are go-getters. You, you see the man, you go get him. That's, that's not the foundation of what marriage was based off of. He who finds a wife finds a good thing yeah yeah so there has been so many different avenues that 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 marriage can can go down you know so we want to kind of break down you know what marriage is and what that looks like you know 
from a scriptural foundational basis and and based it really based on our experience what we have gone through what we have overcame individually and corporately as 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 a marriage couple you know like i said we've been together for since 2004 as far as that official marriage status um you know like tip says she's come from a home where her parents are are divorced my parents are still together but all of my close friends they have you know they have experienced one time in their life their parents not being together and and it it happens you know we can't sit up here and say that it's something that you can just sweep up under the rug it happens but we want to give a freshness to marriage we want to give hope for marriage and 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 talk about the greatness of what marriage truly is how god intended it to be and and how you can benefit from marriage individually and corporately i like that word uh, hope for marriage um when you look at society today there's there's not a whole lot of marriages that are taking place, you know. Um, there's a lot of single parents, single moms, and single dads um, wherein their children, they, like me, don't have the opportunity to see, you know, the joys of being raised by mom and dad. You know, to see that, to see that marriage, to see that, that family unity and... It, you know, it kind of almost sets the sets the ground, the groundwork, so to speak, when you think of marriage. Because it's like, well, my mom or my dad didn't have a marriage, so I don't need to either, you know. But I think that um, you get such a fullness and a fulfillment when you have that life partner, your purpose partner. And, and you're joined together where no man can put asunder. No man can separate because it's a joint union, uh, not only in the law, in the eyes of the law, but in the eyes of God as well. And when you have that, that foundation, you have something truly, truly pivotal and strong that you can fall back on. When, when you are in a rocky place, when you are in, in an avenue where you feel like you and your partner aren't seeing eye to eye, you have that foundation where you can fall back on uh, your relationship with God or the, the scriptural basis for marriage. Okay, Tiff, I, I totally agree with you. So let me throw this out there because I know that some of our listeners are saying, you know, you know, we have, I'm pretty sure we have the scenario where you got the man and the woman or, or man and man, you know, whatever the, the, the couple is. Um, and they've been together 10, 15, 20 years mm -hmm. and haven't been married, mm -hmm. but they still live under the same household. They still share in responsibilities of raising the kids if they have him paying the bills and everything, but they have not made that, I guess, 
we can call it the official marriage type, you know, where we have the, the common law marriage that some states have. Uh, let, let's talk about, you know, what it means to be married from that aspect. Because we got we have those those listeners that say, well, you know, I've been with I've been with my 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 person, my boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case might be, for fifteen years we live together. Why do we need to get married? That's that's a good. I mean, that's a good scenario. I mean, we have people in our family that's, you know, they have that same that same uh relationship, but. Again, for me, it, it, it goes back to your foundation. It goes back to uh, the eyes of God, you know. Um, yes, you function as a, as a married couple in, in common law or the eyes of the law or, you know, in the eyes of your family. But at the end of the day, are you truly living... In those foundational principles, are you truly living the true meaning of of marriage? And when I think of the true meaning of marriage, I think of um, Ephesians chapter five, verse twenty one through thirty three. And again, it's from the NIV, but it says, "Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands." As you do to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. And to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. That is a lot. But there's a few things that really stick out to me in um, within those scriptures. Number one being wives submit unto your husbands. I hear this with some of the younger couples that I've spoken with and different friends that we talked over, uh, talked about this scripture. I ain't submitting to nobody. Ain't nobody going to roll over me. But I think you're missing the guiding point. It's not being submissive to the point wherein you have no say so you have no word you just a yes man it's being submissive to the point wherein you can see your husband's vision keep in mind the scripture also says that the husband is the head of the wife 
as Christ is the head of the church. That means Christ is over your husband and your husband is over you. So if you're being submissive, ladies, then you're able to see your husband's vision as he's following Christ because he's seeing the vision that Christ has laid out for your family. And you have nothing to worry about because the husband is going to love you as he loves himself. He's going to feed you as he feeds himself. And, 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 and feed is like a play on words because you're fed from the word of God. So as he's getting his download, as he's getting information from God, he's feeding that information to you as the wife to run the household. So the wife and essentially is taken care of because the man is not going to neglect himself. The husband is going to eat. So love your love, love yourself or love your wife as you love yourself. That man is going to make sure he is clean. Brothers are out here clean from top to bottom, head to toe, matching hats, matching shoes. So, ladies, we taking care of in that regard if we following these scriptures. That's that's the short version of uh of unpacking this scripture here. And to add on to that, you know, <clears throat> as we're talking about this thing called marriage, and and you know, why it is so important for for our lives. Let's go back to the very beginning of when things were created. We're going to go all the way back to Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2. And at verse 18, God says something that he recognized. And the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Mm -hmm. And I hear you. I hear you. I, I can hear those people, and like I said, and, and don't get us wrong, it's not like we're trying to bash anyone who is shacking up, as they say, or or those, you know, individuals that are that are living to, together. No, that's not what we're saying at all. We're just mainly pointing out the, the, the strength of marriage and how how powerful and impactful it is and the purpose of marriage. And so when we scroll down to Verse 24, this is what I want to get into. And this is how we're going to, this is how we're going to write out uh, this, this first episode. In verse 24, it says something very powerful. And it says, that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife. And they become one flesh. Mm -hmm. Adam and his wife were both naked. And they felt no shame. Mm -hmm. This is the very beginning of marriage. This is where we begin to see the the husband and wife take shape. Not in, in, in the world. Based on what God said. Yeah, God recognizes that uh, it's not good for us to be alone. And there's other scriptures that we can get into. But the most powerful aspect of that is in, in verse 24, where he says, and they become one flesh. But he did it as husband and wife. And that one flesh 
it it means so there there are certain things that God has intended on on this earth for husband and wife to do together and we all have heard the story of Adam and Eve and 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 what they contributed to the earth um not getting into the reason why Eve you know we're not going to get into the apple and all that you know I'm not about to get into the argument right now with Tiff you know we're not going to go there but what we you know we want to talk about is is that oneness that mm-hmm. God intended you know my my bishop Christopher Bruce he he says it like this the original intent of God and the original intent of, of marriage is, is what we are focused on, that one flesh. And that's so profound because not only was it mentioned in Genesis, but it was also mentioned again in Ephesians. That man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two shall become one. And it's so profound. You're not operating as... It's crazy because you're not operating as husband and wife, but you're operating as one body. And what does that look like? It, that that oneness is, you know, when when Tiff go through, I go through, and or when I go through, Tiff go through, because we're in this together. It is what I believe is the ultimate teamwork of two individuals coming together as one. Is is that teamwork because. You know, when I eat, she eat. You know, it, it's everything that that it's it's our purpose. It's it's why we God have put us together in in the first place, or why God has put you and your person together. It's th- there are certain things that only you all are destined to do on this earth. You know, whether it's it's starting a business or starting that ministry, whether you all are supposed to. Uh, take take part in in a certain business together, you know. It it's things like that when you put your your spirit together with that individual, and it and it becomes intertwined, and 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 great things happen. It's like pouring grains of sand together. You can't separate it once it's poured in there. It's grains of sand. It's 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 joined together. It's that oneness, that unity. When your souls are intertwined, that's 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 biblical. You can't have that with common law marriage. You can't have that with just we live together for twenty some odd years. This is scriptural. This is marriage in the eyes of 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 our Father. The vow to God. Not to man, but to God. To God. Your purpose, partner. We have purpose as a married couple. Marriages are little pods of purpose partners on this earth to do the will of God. Those marriages that are rooted in the foundational principles and truths of marriage. We're here for a reason. Not just to look cute and have cute little babies. We got them. And they also some crumb snatchers and and get on your nerve beings too. 
But our purpose is so much greater and bigger than that. When you have the foundational truths to lead you and to guide you. And to fall back on when uh <laughs> when things ain't looking up. That's right. You got your your person in your corner pushing and, and cheerleading for you, you know. Or if the person is isn't strong enough, you put that other person on your back and you carry them until they can walk on their own. And that way you guys can walk together. That's it. You love each other because you love yourself. You can't go wrong. Absolutely. So this is just a tidbit of, of, of what's, what's to come. Uh, we're constantly going to be working on material and everything. But, you know, the marriage is, is something that, that we believe in, something that, that obviously we are um, taking part of, you know, living every day. And, you know, we just wanted to encourage someone, you know, that's, you know, if they're thinking about marriage or, or you don't think that marriage is for you, you know, and looking at the, the benefits of it, you know, your purpose partner. There are certain generational curses that you can't break unless you're with your purpose partner, mm -hmm. you know. There are certain things that you won't be able to accomplish. I'm not saying that you can't accomplish, but there are certain things that, that God has put you together with that other individual for love is 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 there yes uh, uh children is there yes uh love uh love making all that is is aspects of, of of marriage but what it boils down to is your purpose and what god put you on this earth to accomplish for him for the kingdom of god together together well, we definitely um, want to hear from you guys. So, again, that email is mikeandtiffshow at gmail.com. M-I-K-E-A-N-D-T-I-F-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. Um, it's not a light subject, but um, we definitely want to hear your comments, looking for your feedback. Or even if you got questions, we we definitely gonna answer questions on online on on the show. So send them on over. Thanks for checking us out. Looking forward to hearing from you.